Hello and welcome to the sacred podcast space again here with me and I'm going to just talk a little bit about yoga and the purpose of yoga in these troubled times and uh, trying to find the hidden blessings of these times through the perceptual lens of yoga. So there's a mantra in yoga called Om Namah Shivaya and Om Namah Shivaya, Shiva Om, it's talks about creation, the destruction of creation and then the preservation and it's about how for something new to be born and something great to happen there has to be a lot of destruction so we can look at a lot of things in our world that way right now and that would definitely be a deep philosophy of yoga we've got to destroy to create and then preserve it and nature is our guide showing us that's what nature is doing the whole time destruction creation and then the preservation and then it continues that cycle on so in these fluctuating times and this fluctuating environments that we live in like what can be relied upon we all wonder and I can safely say and from the direct relationship with it is yoga we can rely on that as an incredible blessing and an amazing tool in our daily lives and so simply you know from if we can early in the day if you can set the tone of your day do things early in the day I think to build up your vibrational bank account which is what yoga fortifies and nourishes so what before you completely wake yourself up um, maybe just uh, sit upright with a pillow behind you before you're completely awake just to have the spine straight and just sit in the quiet and I recommend that you start just do that for like a minute 60 seconds and then maybe one day that 60 seconds will turn into five minutes and so on and it's a wonderful way of starting your day because when we wake up, usually our conscious mind has been dumping out all night and our worries are hovering right there for us to link into, like waking up and you, what was I worrying about before I went to sleep? And you start linking into that worry. So it cuts the chain of that structure, our cycle of thinking of worry mostly. So to sit up, it's just a great way of cleaning your consciousness, to sit upright and straight and tall, as tall as you can anyway. And in that quiet of the morning, before your mind is fully awake, before the bathroom, if possible as well. And don't overdo it. Just give yourself 30 seconds, 60 seconds. So you're setting the tone. You're setting the vibe, the vibration of your day and then take it on from there. So you can do some slow breathing to help you meditate. Highly recommend that too, that you just, and think of it as just that slow breathing. It's not even deep breathing. Deep breathing kind of can be initially 
I guess, challenging for us, the sound, the idea of the deep breathing. I mean, it's a lot more involved then, but just slow your breath down and just take a few slow breaths and then begin your day. So ideally, you know, yoga tries to clean the lens, our perceptual lens, you know, of our thoughts that gather and accumulate, especially the unconscious thoughts, which are usually negative, full of worry and very repetitive. So it helps to break those cycles of going into thought structures that we're not even aware of and we keep repeating them over and over again. So yoga will help to break that link you know, and it creates a healthier link, you could say, from from the heart, like a bridge through to the mind. So it's more oneness, you know, that we come into. And simple things get us there. Very simple things. Just begin small. Always begin small with this yogic living. And I speak about yoga where it's not just an exercise program, as a lot of people think it is. It's a whole lifestyle. It's a whole wake up, awakening lifestyle. So just begin small and just, you know, when it comes to food awareness, the same. Just begin small, make small changes and keep adding to those changes and query things before you put them in your mouth or drink them is does it fortify my body does it nourish my body this is a way of vibrational based living like to do what you love will help you vibrate higher and when we vibrate higher that's basically your moods your moods are your vibration so if your mood is low, your vibration is low. I mean, think about your Wi-Fi. A great way to think about it is the Wi-Fi system. We all have broadband and Wi-Fi in our phones and our devices, don't we? And when you see the bars going up and down, our mood, our vibration is pretty much the same. It goes up and it's goes down depends on what you eat it depends on what you consume mentally if you're having a lot of watching a lot of media you know whether you know from all the many ways we can watch tv not just the regular news channels but world global news feeds coming through our devices all day every day and so sometimes we might consume too much of that and that's like eating junk food and truly you know if we eat junk we will feel like junk and if you feed your mind junk you will feel like junk also it's the same thing it's just the same so what we want to do is just start really simply that breathing that quiet generating the ability to be comfortable with the quiet and the stillness initially it can actually disturb you that it's the quiet and the stillness can bother people initially and then eventually you make friends with it so yoga slowly taps 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 and works on and it's the opposite to what we think about I need to get something to make myself better 
I need to buy something, purchase something, become something to make myself more whole. I love the philosophy of yoga because it's the opposite. It's like I need to let go, I need to release and it helps to deconstruct these layers and layers and layers of stuff that helps us discharge this energy that might be trapped in there and that can be energy of you know that we've gathered from traumas from lifetimes or parents or ancestral stuff that you know we inherit and causes fear builds up this energy that's negative and you know look it's okay to feel afraid but it's not okay to remain afraid they say because fear is part of life but the opposite to fear is love so yoga will help us discharge these energies whether it's fear-based living or just negative repetitive thinking it slowly kind of taps away and shifts and realigns realigns herself into the source of well-being and really helps us to discharge that trapped energy that can be quite toxic that causes tension so some of this energy too can be psychic tension and that can come from the way you're conditioned to think in this world these thought structures they're like traps that we are born into and we become conditioned thinking beings and we don't know that there's another way of being a free thinking free living spirit which is your birthright our birthright so these simple practices using the body's like a device you know with the asana which is the exercise part for strengthening toning and physically keeping the body as well in the best shape possible internally and externally and develop good breathing techniques correct breathing i mean most of us don't unless we do a yoga practice we don't breathe correctly we have dysfunctional breathing and all of that will shift and change the energetics of your body the state of your mind the state of your body and bringing you into slowly bringing you into more whole well-being a state of well-being and slowly yoga will teach us that by just continuing a little something every day to keep that connection to the inner self you know to just to ingre- increase your awareness that there is another way to live and it's effortless in yoga we try not to make things stressful i mean some people come to the mat and they create so much stress for themselves by trying to do the poses and trying to you know look a certain way and achieve and yoga is quite the opposite to that but sometimes initially when we start and we're not aware of these things we go through this process on the mat of you know getting into a whole jam with yourself about the practice trying to achieve these beautiful poses and achieve this look of the yogic body or whatever you that's been sold to you image wise instagram image wise of yoga pictures it's the opposite it's the opposite yoga is the opposite it's about removing slowly the layers 
the layers and allowing for the parts of us to be destroyed so we can recreate and then preserve that. That's the Om Namah Shivaya Shiva Om. You know, allowing, Shiva's the destroyer, allowing for your bad habits, for our addictions, for our old patterns to be destroyed. And sometimes that can be painful because we're also addicted to our bad habits. You know, we are there, we're, they're familiar to us. So we're creatures of habit. So we find it hard to let go of our addictions. And, you know, we can all know that whether you're addicted to sugar or whether you're addicted to food of sorts or alcohol, whatever your addiction is, you know that it's not great for you, but it's so hard to cut away from it. So the teaching and philosophy of yoga is just simply do these little things every day, build it up. It's all a build-up practice anyhow. And slowly your bad habits <laughs> what, and your bad patterns and mentally, emotionally and physical patterns and conditioning will slowly start to shift and start to get in the way of your practicing of yoga. So the key is in these troubled times to just create a link of a daily practice of some sort, whether it's just sitting in the quiet, doing the slow breathing, and maybe one or two asanas, which is the, the shapes, the postures. I mean, they're just there to strengthen and tone the body so we can live more comfortably in our physical body and then therefore we can focus on evolving and building our spiritual life and our relationship with the divine. I mean, we want to have a flourishing relationship with the divine ultimately because that source is the source of all life, isn't it? So... Anyhow, just going to leave you with that little shot of TMM podcast space wisdom <laughs> and hopefully it helps a little bit and uh, I will continue this conversation and uh, we will look at some more deeper truths and gems and fruits of yoga. But initially just keep a thread, keep a link if you can, of some kind of a mindful yogic practice daily. I mean, again, as I said, you can sit upright in your bed and just keep a tall spine and sit in the quiet before you completely wake up. And you will be amazed at the way that sets the tone of your day. Slow breathing. Just slow it down and listen to it. I find those simple little things are so powerful and so shifting. They have the ability to shift and transmute the stress and the stuff that's lingering that we need to destroy. So therefore we can recreate what we truly want and preserve that as best we can. So thank you very much for listening 
and uh, follow me on Instagram or please share this if you like this podcast. Please share it and keep tuned in and uh, check out yogasacredspace.com. There's some chants if you like chant. I love mantra and chant. There's some you can stream in there on my site and various other things and lots of yoga. And uh, thank you for listening. Om Namah Shivaya Shiva Om. Om Namah Shivaya Shiva Om. Om Namah Shivaya Shiva Om. Thank you. Hello and welcome to your sacred podcast space. And I am going to talk a little bit today about the chakra system chakra system so what is the chakra system well first of all chakra means wheel and these are energy vortexes placed in the spine starting at the tailbone up through the spine spinal cord and right to the crown of the head and they align with the endocrine system of the body which is very interesting. So it's also called a subtle energy body chakra system. I mean, it's to me, it's the Wi-Fi system of our body, essentially. And a great way I feel to explain that is, you know, the way the bars in your Wi-Fi, they go up when you're in full power and they drop down, minimize when you're lower power and that you're grappling with that connection. And our chakra system is pretty much the same thing, the same anatomy. So we have the spine, and one of the reasons why the spine in yoga, in meditation, is so vital, it's so central to all the movement and meditation and all the practices, the spine stays tall because it's called the shushuma and that lives in the spine now what is the shushuma that is the channel the energy channel the large nadi we call it nadis in yoga but it's basically a channel of energy that lives in the spine and off to the right side of this channel is called the pingala and that is the male side masculine actually masculine doesn't mean male necessarily it's an energy and then the ida off to the left is another nadi of the shushuma and that is the feminine and feminine doesn't mean female necessarily These are energies, masculine and feminine, that live in nature on all levels. So you have the shishuma. So the shishuma is the channel that we like to keep the spine tall for many reasons on the physical level, but on the subtle body level, you keep the spine tall so the energy can flow nicely up and down and through the body come in through the spine, through the portals of the chakras. 
and then spin itself out, integrate itself out through the nadis and then to the finer nadis, which are 72,000, it is said, unseen, unseen nadis. They have never been seen. They have been seen in visions from the old rishis studying the energy body. The old rishis are the wise ones from India and who wrote about these channels in our body. And in China, they call it meridians. It's very similar, if not the same. So it's how our subtle body, the unseen energy of our body, how it works. So chakra means wheel. Chakra. Some people say chakra. But I was corrected on that by one of my teachers in India. Chakra. And they felt it was important that you said chakra. (laughs) So that's pronunciation. But it means wheel. So the wheels of the chakra system, they need to spin harmoniously. The vortexes, these are little vortexes, they pull energy in and they spin energy out. They move anti-clockwise and clockwise, depending on what's going on in your body. And they need to be in a balanced, harmonious spin. Sometimes they get too large. Sometimes they are too small. So it depends on what's going on. So let's focus on the heart chakra for the moment, on Adha chakra, and that is the heart space. All the chakras also have a color. So emerald green is the color of the heart chakra. So, for example, if something happens and you get hurt, your heart chakra gets small, it gets closed, and that's when we get sad and we get feelings of isolation, anger, sadness, fear. Comes from this closed chakra system vortex wheel when it gets closed. So many practices in yoga are based around the heart. As you will notice as a practicing yogi, you will notice there's a lot of heart openers from cobras to back bends. They open the heart space because it's the center of all living, the seat of the heart, the breath of the heart, the energy of the heart. So it's important to keep it open. So as yogis, we train ourselves even if something, someone hurts us, that we try to stay open and allow those sensations in our experiences to pass through us, not to resist it and block it. And that's when the heart center would close with resistance. So let's say something happened to you many years ago and you just haven't quite recovered from it. You just shut that part of the heart chakra down and you spent mostly your life resisting it and your psyche resisting it and so therefore causes further pain in your life. This is how the the chakra systems translate out into our life in a very practical way. So we want to keep them open and balanced, not too large, not too small. 
So over time, when you sit in meditation, and particularly chakra meditation, you get a sense of these centers, and they can be like little tingling in the areas of that's movement of energy, or maybe heat or cold. And so over time, you get to sense your own, and you can sense when you're open and when you're closed. So for instance, your solar plexus would be Manapura Chakra, and that is the seat of your empowerment, and it governs the organs that are in that part of the body. So your stomach, your digestive system, your spleen, your pancreas. So if you have low energy there, and you're having a lot of digestive problems, it would be suggested that you work with Manapura Chakra and work at opening it, clearing it, cleansing it, and harmonizing it. Now, how do we do that? We do that with pure awareness. Number one, awareness is everything. We do that with cleansing through the breath, being aware of that part of your body, We do that with asana practice, moving the energy by physically moving the muscles, bones, abdomen, you know, with different practices. Uddiyana Bandha, classic Uddiyana Bandha is one, if you're familiar with that, just pumping and getting the blood flowing in that part of the body. And then it translates out into the other layers of the subtle body. So daily we just attend to the chakra system simply by practicing your yoga and practicing your meditation and pure awareness. So if something goes wrong in your body, if you're having issues, let's say in your lower body, let's say in your elimination organs, it would be suggested that you would look at Muladhara chakra and see what in your life is causing instability as Muladhara Chakra would be your root, the base of the spine, the gateway of prana. So it's very interesting if we have issues in the limbs and the lower body, says it governs from the tail down, tailbone down to your feet, the root, the grounding force. And Manapura Chakra would symbolize your sense of stability in your life and that would be based around physical life as in how do you make money how do you produce how do you take care of your family your business your physical life so we need to be rooted and grounded as we go and explore our spiritual life but it's very important we are human beings on this earth plane having a physical experience so we need to be earthed and grounded and rooted to earth and that gives us a sense of stability so we can navigate our life so it's important that Manapura chakra would be open and running well and it's always so interesting if you have issues in body parts and you look up the chakra that is in that, that governs that area of the body and you will find incredible information and insights that may help you in understanding the underlying cause through the chakra system.
So let's say we were getting a lot of sore throats. Um, and we look at the throat chakra, which would be Visuddhi chakra. So we look at what it represents. So it represents communication, the throat. And because it sits above the heart on the chakra, it's connected directly, the pathway from the throat to the heart. So to have a balanced heart center and then above it the throat center, balanced. So when you speak, you speak from your heart, which means based in truth. You speak your truth from your heart. So if you're having a lot of sore throats, you could say, you could look at what's going on. Where are you blocked? Is there something and, or someone that you feel you need to speak your truth to and are unable to? Do you feel like you cannot speak your truth? And so it's interesting to look at these things. And there's many, many, many reasons why all these things happen in our life. So you've got to use your intuition and by becoming very present and meditating. So you're inquiring, you're asking your body wisdom to reveal to you what could possibly be causing this blockage and 99.9% of the time, in my experience, you get an answer. And you will find there's a sensation of truth that comes with that answer. It just sits right with you. And that's your information. And then, incredibly, when you, let's say, speak your truth, address the situation that you might have feel is you're blocked on, um the sore throats become less. This is the magic and the incredibility of our chakra system, our Wi-Fi system. So if you can just imagine the way the bars go up, so you could imagine that's when your chakra, the chakras are working in fine form, they're drawing their energy in, they're spinning the energy out, and it's like your electromagnetic field, which we can't see, but we know it's real, it gets measured, doesn't it? In with ECGs and EKGs and all that. So this is just something we cannot see, but it exists, right? So it affects the whole energy of our body. So it's important to become more and more aware of your chakra system and pay attention through meditation, through all the practices. The more aware you become of it, the more you will notice how it operates and how it works for you. And it's so supportive to your life when you become aware of this. And they're very deep and they're multi-layered wisdom within these chakras. And in fact, there's many chakras through our whole body. There's even little chakras in our ears and there's chakras in the earth, chakra. So they're energy points and we know a geologist would tell you there's energy points in the earth. And so it doesn't matter whether we call them chakras or they're just energy points or vortexes. 
and they that's what they do they draw energy in and they spin energy out and they need to do that in a very balanced harmonious way to exist in harmony otherwise it drops down into our physical muscles bones skin organ body and causes trauma or inflammation or many illnesses come from these blocked spaces so again it has they have never been seen as such with the physical eyes but they have been seen and understood with the in, internal vision through meditation from these wise rishis so that's it for now and we will do a chakra meditation coming up soon on one of my next episodes so I hope you found that insightful and interesting and make you want to explore your chakra system. I advise that you do and that maybe become familiar. Look, you can Google or find a good book with how it looks visually. Become familiar with it so when you meditate you've got a really good vision or not. Or just use your own magical mind to go inwards and be in your body and become aware of these spaces in your body. And to practice a chakra awareness meditation is really wonderful and very nourishing and very soothing to the body-mind system. So thank you for listening and tune in again and please share if you like this podcast share and uh, follow me and check out my new website revamped website of yogasacredspace.com and come and join me in some of my classes or courses or train with me I'd love to train you so in the meantime om shanti om shanti om shanti om